True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Thank you so much for joining me today. I want to take a moment and share my, and certainly that of Sarah as well, our gratitude for all the wonderful comments that you have extended to us with regards to the last podcast called Lunch with Sarah. It was an enormously fun opportunity to be interviewed by my daughter, and it's something that we will be doing again. And I just want to thank everybody for their tremendous uh, encouragement and certainly love and support, always. Today, I want to focus on how your family secrets keep you in the dark. Let me tell you about a story. No, it's not about three little bears or Cinderella. It's about secret stuff, things that you don't want anybody to know about. No doubt, your body may coil at the idea that something might get out because, after all, you've been spending your whole life protecting these secrets. To your surprise, these secrets don't have to be big or audacious, but still, you can't talk about them. Undoubtedly, these secrets are protected like carrying a bag of gold coins. And like precious metal, they are hidden away so that no one will ever find them. There's only one remarkable difference between precious metal and our secrets. Secrets aren't at all precious, or at least the kind that I'm going to talk about. Let me share with you the story of Dad's Medicine. Once upon a time, a young boy of five was asked to go to the refrigerator to get his dad's medicine. With joy to help his dad feel better, he stopped playing cars on the living room floor and walked into the kitchen in front of the large white refrigerator door that always seemed to be stuck. With a quick and sudden pull, the door cracked from its tight seal, and the four-foot-tall child looked inside for the red and white cylinder with special writing on the outside that held his dad's medicine. He grabbed the cold container and walked back into the living room, handing it to his father, sitting in the lazy boy recliner. His dad's hands moved instinctively quick to open the top. It was a magic lid. He couldn't open the special medicine because the lid was too hard for little boys to open. He'd once tried, but he was scolded heavily by both his parents for even attempting to open dad's medicine. I heard of this story directly from the young man himself, now in his late 20s. You could feel his shame when he said to me in a whisper, You know, I didn't know that a can of Budweiser wasn't medicine until I was about 18. In another account, a man in his mid-40s and I were talking. He told me quietly about having his hands tied up every night before he went to bed as a child. I asked why, and he said, so my hands can't get loose. The constrainment I understood, but it was the reason behind the extreme confinement that I didn't. His voice cracked dramatically, making it even harder for me to hear what he had to say next. You know, 
so I won't touch myself. I sat in silence as the man continued to share a secret that probably no one had ever heard before. Quoting him, Dad would tie my hands to the sides of my pajamas so that I couldn't... And as his voice fell off, I responded, I got it. Curiously, I asked, how did you urinate in the middle of the night, knowing that boys need to often visit the bathroom? He responded, initially it was hard, but I could wiggle my bottoms down enough to go to the bathroom and then wiggle them back up again when I was done without too much trouble. He replied, rather objectively. This next incident I've entitled, The Find of a Lifetime. When I was young, I had a minibike with a tiny lawnmower engine. It was illegal to ride my minibike on the streets, so I navigated the dirt alleyways between the houses to get to the desert behind our subdivision. One day, I was riding, making my way through the back alleys to the desert when I saw a stack of magazines next to a garbage can. I stopped. It was the find of a lifetime. There must have been over 50 Playboy magazines left for the garbage man. Of course, all I wanted to do was read the great journalism, so I quickly did a U-turn and headed back to the house so I could find what I could find to carry the large stash. Upon returning home, my best friend spotted me and I shared the phenomenal news. My friend and I quickly discussed and created a plan to put the magazines into two nicely labeled grocery bags so that no one would be the wiser. We agreed that no one, not even our siblings, could know of the nature of our find because if our secret got out, we'd lose the magazines for sure. My best friend and I discussed where we could hide the magazines because there were so many. The best idea that we could come up with was going into the desert and digging a deep hole to bury them. Of course, we didn't have this idea until after we had two full grocery sacks full of Playboy. One of us lost the coin toss as the other went back home again to get a shovel. We were so excited about the volume of our find that we really hadn't had any time to do any proper reading because we were so focused on getting what we'd found. After digging a hole, and I mean a large hole, we buried our treasure. It was done. Several hours later, and now dinner time, we both had to hustle home so nobody would start looking for us or ask any unwanted questions. The following day, after riding the school bus home, my best friend and I ran anxiously into the desert to properly review all the two-page pictures of things that we'd never seen so exquisitely detailed. We went to the spot where we buried our treasure only the day before to only find it was all gone. Mad as hell, I turned to my best friend and accused him of telling others about our secret. It's true that finding and hiding Playboy magazines in an alleyway isn't exactly a family secret, but this story serves as a perfect example of what I want to talk about. While everybody now knows of my previously unpublished boyhood story, you can't properly appreciate the energy it took to keep this secret a secret. There was the hauling of the loot, and then there was extensive digging, and then there was an exhaustive protection to keep the secret a secret, even though the secret had only lasted about a day. 
You see, with every secret, there's an enormous energy in keeping the secret. Most of the time, when we keep a secret, it becomes a debt or a liability. I'm not suggesting everything needs to come to the surface for you to grow or to develop spiritually, but certain secrets may be the cause of your pain, imbalance, and inability to spiritually connect. Let me tell you why. The deeper your secret, the more likely it's keeping you in the dark. Whatever you're protecting consumes a great deal of your energy. It's my specific purpose to show you exactly how keeping your family secrets keeps you in the dark. This podcast may push you to really think about what things you've kept secret about your family or even yourself. Keeping family secrets doesn't pay off. My dad drank. It was supposed to be a secret. At least that's what my brother and I were told. We weren't to tell anybody, and we didn't. If confronted about my father's drinking, my brother and I lied. A close friend once commented on the number of beer cans that filled the entire trash container in the alley behind our house. You know, the ones that are supposed to be used by at least four other families. I responded, my dad's never been drunk. My friend launched into a direct assault and we nearly fought with me defending the family name while lying about my dad's issue. It wasn't just my dad either. My grandfather, a Harvard top-of-his-class graduate, killed himself. I certainly never talked about that. It was an embarrassment, mostly for my mom, and it felt absolutely dreadful to ask any questions about my grandfather's life or anything related to his death. I'm pretty sure my mom saw the self-inflicted gunshot of her father, and this is why she didn't want to talk about it. I get it. But it's not like she could hide having a dad one day while the next day she didn't. By the way, immediately moving away from the neighborhood, which is what my grandmother did, didn't work. As an example of how keeping family secrets doesn't pay off, my mom took this family secret to her grave. Certainly a handful of people knew or found out, but it took an enormous toll on my mom to keep this quiet. And when I say it took a lot of energy, I'm speaking emotionally and physically. One could even say this secret cost her, my mom, her life. This podcast is about us. You see, I observe a great deal of secret information during private consultations. Unfortunately, most people don't realize the strength and power it takes to keep a secret. The only reason we want to get in touch with our family secrets is to ensure that you're free of them. Specifically, that these secrets aren't having an adverse effect on you. Do you want to hear some more secrets? Of course you do. Everyone loves secrets. Now remember, every secret is heavy for the person that carries it. A 30-year-old whose father was a convicted pedophile had a hard time growing up knowing the secret that his father was in jail for a sex crime. A 12-year-old girl held on to the secret that her 10-year-old brother was permanently relocated out of state to a rehab center for drug issues. Because I was aware, she avoided me entirely and all the way through our high school graduation. A cop's son got hooked on opioids when injured in a football accident 
and was personally accused of manslaughter when his best friend never woke up after they both got high. A teenager was forced to babysit her infant baby brother because of her parents' neglect to never be home. One night, the baby started crying and crying and was accidentally dropped by her teenage sister. I listened to the grown woman wail about the years that she'd held that secret, somehow thinking that she had killed her own brother. Of course, it was an accident, and it wasn't her fault. All of this isn't about secrets per se, but rather the energy used in protecting them, especially when it comes to our family secrets. So, do you need to tell everyone about your family secrets? This may sound counterintuitive, but the answer is no. It's not important to tell anything private or even secretive in nature. What is imperative is you're not carrying protective energy surrounding such events or thoughts. My dad was an alcoholic. I think everyone will understand that I didn't need to march around telling everybody, but I don't need to harbor his discomfort or pain. Did you hear what I said there? My mom had enormous pain over the fact that her father killed himself. Understandable, from a child's perspective, that she lost her dad. But I don't need to feel her shame, embarrassment, or pain. It's not healthy for me. The same is true for you. You don't need to hold on to anything of the past, but especially any of your family secrets. So how does holding on to your family secrets keep you in the dark? Remember this. The more that you protect, the less that you are able to receive. As an example, think about when you drive. You make the car move forward by pressing down on the accelerator, right? But if you're standing on the brake concurrently, you're putting a heavy strain on your car. Let's take a look at the same example from another perspective. If you approach such a vehicle, one that is still traveling at a constant speed, but tapping or always on their brakes, you interact much differently with that car than you would with someone else driving normally. This same indecisiveness is seen by the universe responding to you, wanting to go forward as you stand on the brakes. Energetically, continuing with the car example, you're prematurely wearing the car out. The same is true with any undesired stress placed upon your body and, of course, your health. Holding secrets creates stress such that it may be unconsciously keeping you from expressing. When you think of the word dark, think of having the lights turned off. You can't see. Again, if you're driving, you drive slower. This is directly applicable to manifestation, but there's more to being in the dark. How do you overturn maintaining family secrets, especially when you know better? Being in the dark, as I'm now referencing it, refers to the absence of light, as in the light. Without light, you're directionless. Have you ever been lost? I mean seriously lost, where the adrenaline hits you and you freak out a little bit, or maybe you have a full all-out panic attack? Well, all of this maintenance of keeping secrets consumes a bunch of energy. With no light, you're going to be lost or at least confused. Stay confused or lost long enough, and you'll actually give up hope. Hope is minimum wage to your getting by. It may not even pay for the bills. It certainly won't give you clarity to what you want to create. And all of this because once upon a time you determined, chose, or were told to maintain a family secret.
Now, here's the answer to the question and how to overcome hosting a secret that's not personally yours to hold. It's easy. You need to stop protecting the secret or those individuals or groups behind them. Let me be plain. My mom had her secrets and dad had his. And if you're anything like me, you take these choices as a weird kind of admission to being part of the family tree. My dad was involved in a secret organization called the Masons. I won't get into the details of that, but being admitted was founded on each person preserving the secrets that bound each member together as a part of the group. This is where we can get confused in our thinking, that there's value in holding on to a family secret for the benefit of the family. Let me share this in another way. If I was affiliated in a church, I would likely have deep values and beliefs about the organization. I might even feel it's my duty to keep secrets about those things or people who are out of balance. This is where you hear such sayings like, quote, it's for the greater good for, insert the name of the organization, family, business, political group, or nation into that blank. If you see this for what it is, we, those who are affiliated within the family or organization, don't want to be embarrassed by the secret, so we lie. Every time we individually choose this, we are absolutely entering into the dark. Study this long enough, and you'll really see the ego. The dark not only keeps you blind, it also directly impacts your personal connection. It's a cool thing to know that we are all connected, but not so much if you think that our connection is going to reveal all of your secrets. This is because much of the time, secrets that we use are some kind of social currency to barter with others to get what we want. The bigger the secret, the bigger is the leverage of how this information could be used against you. Let's take a recent example. The CEO of McDonald's stepped down this week because it was discovered that he had a consensual affair with an employee. Having a relationship with another within an organization isn't exactly the issue, but it's the potential abuse of such a relationship that is often put into the corporate bylaws to ensure healthy leadership. In this case, this secret cost the CEO of McDonald's his job. Can you see that anyone in a leadership role who isn't willing to abide by the same laws that he or she, and that they have actually constructed these laws, that this creates a personal connection problem? The disruption of connection can and does impact leadership. Even more personally, it creates a break in our spiritual connection with source and one another. If this is tough to see, imagine all the energy it goes to maintain such a secret when in fact the same energy could be used to take you forward. The stockholders of McDonald's had an issue with that. They evidently felt that it affected the value of the company and the value of the family brand that McDonald's highly prizes. Letting go of a big, fat, hairy family secret will make you feel better. Anything of real value should fuel you. Again, think of energy, source energy, as the most precious resource you could possibly access. Any family secret that keeps you from the light and the energy of source will inhibit your living fully and creating. It doesn't matter the secret. Letting go of the energy to protect it 
That's the most important part. I can't think of one healthy person I've ever met or talked to who didn't feel measurably better when they let go of a family secret. Not one. This is quite a statistic. This very benefit, if the only one, is the very reason for you to let go. You've all heard the saying, the truth will set you free, and nothing is more accurate than letting go of the energy of any secret that isn't in balance for you to hold. In summary of how your family secrets keep you in the dark, any secret that takes energy for you to keep may be worth you reviewing it. If you're caring, and I mean caring emotionally or physically, dropping them is crucial. It's not your job to keep family secrets, and such stories of your past don't necessarily need to be broadcast either. The man who thought that cans of Budweiser was medicine was certainly to have been embarrassed to having been lied to about beer being his father's medicine. But what a relief it must have been when he let it go. Imagine what releasing any family secrets will do for you. You'll find that you have much more energy to express. Your body will actually dramatically feel better, especially if you've been struggling and didn't know why. You now know that keeping family secrets actually keeps you in the dark. With no light, there's confusion and a feeling of despair and even a feeling of being lost. Not protecting those that you love isn't the only way to be a part of a family or an organization. So here's to you letting go of any family secrets that no longer need to be carried by you. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.